0: Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan and I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, we are jumping back to Reddit, as always, doing an Unpopular Opinions episode, um, which was requested, so hopefully you guys enjoy. I feel like it's been, I think, just over a month since we did our last one. I would love to know if any of you guys go on Reddit or even just for the sake of the podcast, if you really just want to help us out go explore and see what subreddits you think would be good because I don't spend a whole lot of time on Reddit other than when we do these episodes, and so I don't, like, expose myself to what else is out there. But we do unpopular opinions, and also we sometimes do the am I the a-hole thread. I feel like I usually prefer the unpopular opinions if I can find some good ones. So I'm excited to see what we have that Sierra found and that I found. I think we each tried to get around seven, although I kind of just kept pulling some to new tabs and, like, just in case we have repeats. Um, But before we get started with the unpopular opinions, let's go ahead and go through our weekly spotlights. So I wouldn't be surprised if I was the same, but my weekly spotlight is the fact that we got to go back to Des Moines and it felt like a long weekend um, because we went back on Wednesday It was for like we to do um, a physical and then some other stuff. Um, But just like being in Des Moines, even though it was during the school week and I still had schoolwork to do, I was like, well, it's the weekend. So it felt like a five-day weekend. That was not my weekly spotlight. Okay. I actually had not thought of um, a weekly spotlight at all, and so I was like, hmm, I just like went and got my TV test done, even though like that wasn't very fun. Like it was just like something to like check off of my to do list. But I feel like if it wasn't that, because that's not really like a <laughs> weekly spotlight. Um, one of our classes today that we like we had an exam for, but then we we're supposed to have stuff to do this afternoon and they decided not to put it up so they are like just didn't take the afternoon off and i was like what yeah, a that was nice, nice monday thing to do um so that was nice all right so if you are new and haven't listened to this uh podcast before what we do for these unpopular opinions episode is we go on reddit we find some unpopular opinions we read them out for you guys and then we kind of converse and decide if we agree or disagree with these unpopular opinions and you guys can do the exact same yeah and maybe listen to just how we take the question or point of view all right, you want to go first? Sure. Okay, so this has 591 upvotes, and it says, I hate that this woman is the first to become blank articles. I have that one up. I pulled up more than seven, which doesn't help you out, but do you want me to go to a different one? Then? No, it's fine. Okay, so it says, I'm a woman. I want to see other hardworking women succeed in their fields, but what do these posts do? They only explicitly point out no woman has ever been able to get on the that position people will look at the post and say sure the on- they only hired her on this position because they gave in to the political pressure had to be inclusive had to have some woman in such position it's not that she would actually have the skills to be there it's all about politics these posts and articles only promote the idea that women can only be pushed somewhere through political pressure and not able to do something or not able to be successful themselves um yeah i think that's that's the gist of the post all right, so I also have this pulled up. You guys heard me say that, but I think here's where I land with this. I understand their sentiment. I didn't even say that word right, sentiment, but I disagree with the statement. I also disagree with the statement, and I feel like the point of that, or the reason I disagree with it mostly is in the fact that, okay, I was thinking of how do I usually like react when I see these kinds of posts, and my reaction is, thank like, God good for them. <laughs> or, like, happy that we're seeing progress in this field, or, like, clearly there. I don't know, I'm like, I'm not trying to say that no other woman before this person was not able to do the job because I think many people would agree that that's not the case. I think it's often that like structural is, barriers are being taken down that makes that it more accessible to women or like it doesn't have to be it women, was like it a male dominated you know? field. And so it was just less likely. And now that more women are entering the field, it's more likely now it's happening. Like that's good to see. Um, and also I guess the argument that anyone's going to comment Sure, they only push this position or fill the position with a woman because political pressure. Those kinds of people would be making the exact same argument. Anyways, they have they do not care if it's an article titled "This woman is the first to become blank." Yeah, they do not care if I'd it was a woman. Anyways, they would be like, "Why is a woman doing this?" Like, exactly. that's, if, that's the, if that's kind of the, if that's the attitude they have, good luck. Doesn't matter. That is the hill they're going to die on if that's what they think. Um, as far as like, I think that the person who wrote this like. Is in the same headspace as we are because I think that like women should be able to do this. Anyways, I don't even think this is just uh, particular to women. I think it's a variety of different different people that like have Can't historically do this. Yeah. like not been able to do things in the past. Um, but we'll just speak from like the women perspective because that's what they're talking about. And I understand that they think okay, with today's day and age, you know, we should we shouldn't be like surprised. I guess is what they're saying. And I agree. Like it's nice like that women are like being like finding more positions of power and hopefully it'll become less surprising but like even i have to actually this is a good example Wait, do you have Catherine mueller's uh instagram post that you're gonna talk about no oh my god well i was like i could pull that up because it's okay relevant. well here's my relevant example to this there's a twitter moment the other day and it was look it was like look the finnish prime minister just got married and it showed a picture of like the groom and the bride and i was like oh my god good for him and that was just me assuming that it was a male and it was the woman that was the prime minister. And I had to, I told and I was like, oh my God, I just had one of those moments where I made an assumption based off of preconceived beliefs of like who should be in power. And I was like, wow. I'm glad that I, like, am wrong about that, but I recognized it, and I think it's all you really can do is, like, recognize when that happens, because I was like, oh my god, I'm so happy that it's, like, a woman that's a prime minister, not just because, like, oh my god, I'm so glad a woman's a prime minister, but I think that it just goes to show that, like, women are capable of being in positions of power, so I was like, yes, go women. Okay, so, um, Catherine Mueller is a YouTuber that me and Sierra watch, she mostly, she mostly does, like, uh, fitness review type videos, and she's, like, a smaller YouTuber, so go check her out if you want to. Um, And she's also a dental student. I believe she's a second year dental student. And so I recently followed her on Instagram and she posted this um, picture yesterday where she was working with um, two other women that are in her dental class and it was like them in lab. It's kind of a long post, but I think it is a good thing to read. And also I wanted to potentially maybe, if you guys are interested, she posted on her story a long caption that a man decided to post on her post. And then, so I just thought maybe it'd be interesting to, like, go through each of them. Okay. So, um, again, it's just, like, her working on someone's teeth in lab, and it's all women. So, she said, I posted this photo featuring three women including myself in a dental setting on my story the other day, and someone responded assuming we were all hygienists. This could be an honest assumption, and I have so much respect for hygienists and their career, especially after having hygienists come and teach us at my school. So, at surface value, this isn't an insult by any means. But here's the issue. I know this assumption wouldn't be made if this was three men in the photo. Men in the dental office are often assumed to be the dentists, assumed to be the ones in charge, whether they are or not. And women are not granted the same assumption, even though it's 20, 20, and 50% of graduating dentists are women. Good. The fact is, there are, there are female dentists. There are also male hygienists, male nurses. The list goes on. Assuming someone's queer based off of their gender reinforces the idea that only men can attain higher degrees and be doctors. It shows me that these stereotypes are still alive and well. It is discouraging as a female to be constantly assumed i am not working towards the highest degree whether it is because it's assumed i'm not smart enough or that it's just not a feminine career it is also discouraging for young women to hear this and could sway them from pursuing careers they are genuinely interested in because it doesn't fit their gender roles additionally the extremely feminine views of careers such as dental hygiene and nursing also discourage men from entering excellent careers because they don't fit the stereotype Uh, if you're unsure of someone's job or degree there's no harm in asking but there is harm in assuming i'm also hoping that i don't know if it's on her story still because uh okay i think it is that was a really nice maybe uh, it's not caption. it's too late it's been over 24 hours basically the guy went through and he it was a super long comment and it was something along the lines of um it's just like it's not a like gender issue it's a sensitive was issue that you're his response? being too sensitive to wait was that his response to her caption yes oh and it was him saying like you're being too sensitive like What are you going to do if someone just, like, accidentally assumes that you're something else? And she simply said, like, at the very end of her caption... It gets annoying when people... There's a weird reversal of people, like, being sensitive about, like, people being sensitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he could easily, like, you could claim he's just as easily being sensitive about her bringing it up in the first place. But I truly, I side with Catherine because I think that the world would be better if people just didn't assume things about people based on their appearance. Or yeah, they basically or saying like that you're never going to get rid of gender rules and like to a certain extent you're probably not but like is that something we should is it something we per- should graduate also probably not so it was just a comment that made no sense and it was probably like she posted it on her story so I'm guessing it wasn't like a comment she deleted but I'm not going to go through and look for it yeah so. also this is like completely unrelated we don't have to, don't even have to get into this but, like the whole med bikini thing that's insane if you don't know what I'm talking about oh, mom, you Dr, Dr. Mike, Mike also made a video on you it you should look into that because that is absolutely insane. But we won't get into it on here. Unless you guys want us to get into that at some point. I don't know what that would be about, but I don't know. Alright, my uh, first unpopular opinion is caffeine addiction is real and needs to be highlighted more, especially for teenagers and college kids. We have companies like Red Bull advertising their product as a study aid with no consequences. Half the world is addicted to caffeine and stands in line for half an hour before work to get their daily dose. Still, there's no awareness about the dangers of caffeine. As a former caffeine abuser, there was a period of four months in my life when I was 17 where I drank four Red Bulls, two cups of coffee, and a cup of tea every day in order to study. My brain and body got messed up and I didn't even realize it. My arms and toes tingled all the time. I went to the bathroom every hour and couldn't think without caffeine. Once I decided to quit, I went cold turkey and had headaches and sweats and shells for over 10 days, along with the most intense cravings. Young people need to understand the risks and benefits of ca- caffeine properly before making a decision to depend on the substance. There is no real education provided to people. We know drugs are bad because we were told so, but no one told us anything about caffeine. I do think this is something that I myself like to... Kind of disregard the like night of stuff that goes with it. I'm not to the extent that they are. I don't think we are dependent on caffeine because we don't like a lot of people drink like coffee or Mountain Dew or whatever, anything with caffeine specifically to stay up or to study or whatever. You and I don't do that. Like I drink Coke before bed and I'm like good night. Like I never drink it with the purpose of being like oh I need to stay up or um I think just over a year ago me and Sierra even like we tried what is it called. Like, it was supposed to be, like, we were maybe going to, like, if it tasted good, like, replace Coke with a, it was, clear, like, sugar-free. Or was it clear? I no, don't know. it was in a, I don't know if it was clear, but it was in a blue can. And I would know it if someone said the name. Like, I think it starts with a Z. But I was, like, it was supposed to be um, Coke-flavored. And so I was, like, you know what? And I think it was caffeine-free. I'm not sure, though. Regardless, you understand what I'm saying. I was, like, you know what? I like Coke, personally, like, for the taste. And that's what I want to emulate if possible and if there's a healthier version of that out there then I should make the switch to that so I tried it and it was disgusting it tasted nothing like coke I don't know how they thought it tasted like coke because it didn't and so um I try to limit my caffeine intake or my pop intake or at least just be like aware of you know, I will a good day though, versus a bad though I don't day. think anyone does talk about the dangers or side effects of caffeine Mm-mm. And honestly, like, I've never been an energy drink person either. I've never been a coffee person either. Um, Like, Coke's really it for me. So I know there's, like, different things that people choose to drink or different things that, like, have more caffeine and, like, therefore it's going to have different um, impacts on your health depending on how much you're drinking, how much is in each drink, stuff like that. Yeah, I think it definitely could at least be useful to educate people on signs to look for that could indicate that you're becoming dependent on caffeine. Because I think that's where the issue lies mostly. I'd have to, like, learn more about the like, health side effects of caffeine, because I personally don't know that much about it. Um, so, yeah. But I definitely am, like, sure, why not teach people side effects? The more knowledge you have, then the more informed decision you can make. Okay, my next unpopular opinion is I should be able to go to the gym to lose weight no matter why my I'm about one, too? Oh, my God! Yeah, I'm gonna go to the next one, then, because... Gotta give Sierra All right, stay tuned to for that cats. one. <laughs> um, this little preview for one that's coming up. Hopefully you don't have this one. Call me a psycho, but I actually love hearing my own voice in recordings. Which I thought was funny because... I have that one too. We clearly Wait. stayed on the same page. You were shaking your head, so I was like, S- sweet, she doesn't no, have No, I was one. shaking my head because I was like, oh, no way. Whatever. Okay, well, I'm going to do this Let's one go. anyways. This one is certified unpopular which I've never seen on a post before so like I guess most people genuinely do disagree with this our stance on this will probably be very clear (laughs) um so it says Tuttle says it all I don't really understand why people hate hearing their voices mine sounds just as good as it is in my head how (laughs) weird is this people always say how cringe it is to listen to themselves speak but I've never had that problem also to clarify I'm not a voice actor anything special like that I'm just a regular student so we're doing a podcast right now Clearly, Megan and I do not hate the sounds of our own voice. We have a YouTube channel. Um, I'm fine, honestly, listening to the sound of my own voice. I don't love listening to other people yeah, listen to me talk. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But, like, I go back and watch my videos all the time. I, like, listen to my podcasts sometimes. Um, and I find myself interesting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have an issue with how my voice sounds. I think, like you said, the only time I get uncomfortable is when I'm, like, I'm not watching something that I posted, but someone next to me or near me is, and I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Then I don't, unless it's you, because I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But just makes me uncomfortable. I think that the reason people probably disagree is because I mean, there's we like are kind of on the opposite of like most people. We do like a podcast on YouTube. There aren't a lot of people that are doing things that like they put their voice out or like, yeah, you know what I mean. It probably normal like normalizes. Ourselves to our own voices too, like the fact that we like we become numb to it. We're editing, I hear my voice all the time, and it doesn't like people bother that me per don't do that don't have that experience. Are you just like, there's not a lot of circumstances I can think of in the quote unquote like normal day to day life where people would like listen to themselves? So I feel like part of it might be like this performance aspect of like if they're like listening to themselves give a speech or something, they'd be like, Ew, I'm like cringing at me giving a speech. I always find it interesting. This is like, somewhat related, but when actors say that they cannot watch themselves act, I find that fascinating. I feel like I would agree with that. Like, if I was an actor, I feel like they'd be cringy because I'd be like, ew, I'm acting. I feel like that too, but I'm also like, but they are actors right? and actresses, like, they love doing that. They should, like, applaud their own work if they... I could never be an actor. Like it. I don't know. But I wouldn't either. So, we agree with the unpopular opinion, but I guess most people do not, which doesn't surprise me because most people don't have to listen to themselves speak on a regular basis. Um, okay, so I will do the one that you were going to do. So, I should be able to go to the gym to lose weight no matter my age. Let me preface this by saying I'm a 14-year-old male that is overweight. My family has always- or my family is always on the larger side. Uh, My sister and my mother tried all types of diets like fasting and Weight Watchers. I didn't want to do that so I chose the gym. I assume they thought I was going to the gym just to go to the gym and when I said I wanted to go to lose weight, they hit me with the quote, you're too young to be thinking about that. He said I'm also trying to eat well and drink more water. And then he ended by saying it's my responsibility to take care of my take care of the mess I made of myself, which is kind of a sad thing to say about yourself. Um, I don't care if I'm 14 and that I am too young. I should be able to go to the gym without being shamed. What do you think? I agree, and I feel like we maybe have talked about that on the podcast before, at least a little bit. And the reason I agree is because I think that if you can afford to do so, or if your family is fortunate enough to allow you to do so, or even if you just do so on your own without going to a gym, making healthy decisions. And I want to like preface this as, like, there's a fine line between like doing things at this age that are actually beneficial and healthy and not getting into like a very negative, like That's eating what disorder my concern is, mindset. I'll elaborate on when you finish. Um, or like excessive exercise. Like, those are all very negative. And to be honest, when people, like, usually when you're this age, if you're going to try and, like, quote-unquote fix or solve a problem, it's going to be through, like, very harmful and not good ways. And I would just, like, I don't know. Like, when do you—what age are you, like, old enough to be, like, I'm going to make a responsible good decision versus who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm iffy about this one. One, I don't know how many gyms let 14-year-olds, like, do stuff without parents. So that's, like, my, my one— mean, I know that Lifetime, like, you can have your kids go there and, like, really play basketball. i family clearly doesn't seem like they're going, though. I know. I'm just saying that there's gyms that let kids go. Um, if it was, like, up to—if you were listening to me, if you made this post, I would like to tell them to consider doing a sport instead of going to the gym, just because I think that they already, just from this post, seem to have, like, a really negative perception of themselves, and this, like, really—like, they say, like, they've made a mess of themselves, and I really don't like they said that because that's such, like, a negative, um— Like perception to have of yourself, and I wish that if they um, did sports as opposed to just working out to lose weight, I think they'd find more joy in sport and, like, find this sort of self-efficacy of, like, look at what my body can do, and maybe they lose weight as um, a byproduct, but they're so young that I feel like if they are eating healthier and drinking water and doing that, Mm -hmm. um, they should be able to start losing weight because it's easier to lose weight when you're younger. So that's kind of where I land. I don't think that they should, like... I think that it's fine if they want to start taking care of themselves. I think that they need to shift their perception and then maybe do it through a sport and not the gym. Yeah, I think that would be a good idea. All right, let's hope that you don't have this one. I think this one's honestly so fast, it was just something I thought was funny. Make one spelling mistake and your whole argument is invalid. Like I, I saw could write- that one, but I didn't choose that one. <laughs> and then I said, like, I could write a thesis on how this one thing is good, but because I switched your and your... Everything I said before is invalid because of that mind, because of the thought process. They had a spelling error, and I'm not sure what they are trying to say, but you get the point. Um, I agree with this unpopular opinion. I think that, one, if someone does, like, come at you with a, like, spelling correction, that's probably a good sign that the recipe argument was pretty good, because if it wasn't, they would just attack that, but instead they're left to just attack your spelling mistake. You're agreeing with this doesn't it say, like, what does it say? Make one spelling mistake and your whole argument is invalid. Well, like, I'm saying that, like, it shouldn't be. Are they saying that? They They're saying be? if you, yes. Why? Because they think if you are capable of making one spelling mistake, you're an idiot. What? That, what? Have they tried typing before? Someone, are you sure you that right? Yes, someone commented saying you misspelled whole. Because they said H-O-L-E for whole argument and not, like, whole what if argument. What this is, like, a mind trip and they're, like, And then someone said, I think it was on purpose. Right, that's what I'm saying. And then the person, the poster said, looks like my plan is taking full effect. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. tripping out here. <laughs> Anyways, I honestly, like, I get caught up in spelling errors all the time, okay? Our keyboards are not that big on our phones. Like, it happens. Or sometimes, like, your phone will correct I will say link to, like, though, what you weren't typing. So there's a difference between having, like, repetitive, common grammar and spelling mistakes that you, like, refuse to fix and acknowledge, and it's just, like, that's just, like, what you do. hmm Then that would be, like, okay, come on. Yeah. Like, y- you want me to believe what, what you're saying on this, but, like, you cannot acknowledge that this is just, like, not grammatically correct at all. I would say, in general, a typo in an argument, like, it happens to everyone. I don't think anyone has ever lived their full life without t- mistyping or misspelling anything. I misspell things all the time. I'm like, I'm not sure how many of this letter there is. I just am like, please like have the actual word. Sometimes I rely my phone. a little bit too much on my phone. Yeah. But and usually, sometimes it doesn't pop up and you're like, I know I'm not that far off, but I'll like I'll have to come like Google on. it sometimes, be like, what is the actual word? <laughs> um so yeah, that post was kind of confusing. I'm a little bit confused as to if they were agreeing or just. It agreeing. says make one spelling mistake. No, but I'm saying they did make a spelling mistake. So then are they trying to be like, see this is a This argument's Um, wrong. That's why I'm confused. So, it's kind of trippy. All right. Here we go. Being good at microwaving is a legitimate culinary skill. The microwave gets no respect, but even more so, the user of the microwave gets no respect. Over the course of my life, I'd attained quite a bit of skill with this machine, but it is accepted in our society being in the realm of a quote-unquote good cook. No, it is not. If anything, microwave execution is shunned as being a skillless task. And he said, I'll bet you doll- donuts to dollars that head-to-head I can microwave as well as the best chefs out there. Need a baked potato? I got you. a mommy? Better go 50% power with a teaspoon of water and a covered dish. <laughs> Popcorn? I have a sixth sense for knowing when the pops have reduced to the frequency, indicating minimal unpopped kernels without any burning. Soup? I'll get you to the perfect temperature, even-, even throughout. Chicken nuggets for the kids? You can bet they'll be flipped midway through so the bottom isn't <laughs> soggy. <laughs> and they go on to say a few more. But, um... I saw this, but I didn't select it. But I can appreciate it. Here's what I will say. Can, like, you can be, like, like they said, they have, like, the whole, you know, add water to make things more moist in the microwave, put things over, but I think I have to disagree overall that, like, microwaving is not a difficult task and should not be regarded as highly as, like, using the oven. I feel like I could respect, like, having you know, a well, like, if I'm going to cook something with a microwave, I want it to be done well, but it's not like, like, you could still, a lot of things that you do in the microwave, like, just for convenience, like, could be put in the oven, which I never do this either, but, like, it would taste better if it came from the oven. Mm -hmm. Like, so, we're already all taking the shortcut and saying this is probably going to be worse than it could be, but that's okay. I think also part of it comes with the preparation sense of, like, you don't say, like, this chef or, like, this baker can, like, bake yeah like this cake really well like they make the cake well they make the perfect mix the perfect batter and with microwavable things you tend to just make like put pre-made things in the microwave so i think that's part of it i do know it's a good argument like you tend to not the people that cook much meats prep. though like they act like the prep doesn't really matter when you're cooking cooking meats what do you mean like to cook it well and to make it so it's like not like dry chicken like that is all about oh. the cooking aspect I understand. Which is difficult, but it's not microwave level difficult. You mean it is more difficult than a microwave? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It the microwave is not as difficult as the oven. All right. So we respect this person. They gave me a laugh because I love how in depth they went with all their examples. But I will, I think, overall disagree because I think that it comes to not so much the instrument to cook, but the preparation and like ingredients and like stuff beforehand except for grilling i think grilling is like a skill one that i will not be interested in improving on okay here's my next one you can't have an opinion on a fact (laughs) okay so it says not all things um can have it not all things can you have an opinion on i don't understand why it's so hard for people to make like arguments that make sense on here if you believe 2 plus 2 equals 5, then you're not having an opinion. You're factually wrong. Just the other day, I was arguing with someone who disagreed with me on a math problem. When I replied, he was wrong. This is probably like one of those Facebook, like, oh my God. Order, order of operations like, situations. Or like those picture ones. Yeah. Um. So they responded saying that he was wrong. And then the guy said, that's the beauty of America. We can have differing opinions and still coexist. <laughs> when I tried to call him out on the fact he can't have an opinion on a fact, he blocked me. Just because you believe something not to be true doesn't mean it's not true. That's exactly why climate de- climate deniers get me so angry. and clean. <laughs> They just have differing opinions, but you can't have an opinion on a fact. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Guys, I, I kid you not. I was talking to Megan about this. Yes. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. When we were driving back from Des Moines to Iowa City. I was like... I don't even know what specific... I'm sure it's related to the pandemic. People having, like, opinions being like, well, we just seem to disagree about whether or not masks are effective. And I'm like, that's the thing, though, is that your opinion is not based in fact. Or just, like, I don't even get to, like, all the examples that I can think of off the top of my head, but there's a lot of things that people are saying, and they're not right. (laughs) Someone. We can just say someone, and then we can elaborate, because I think this is interesting. You go for it. Okay, so someone that we were talking to was saying how again and they're like someone that like they agree with the coronavirus like they think it's real they don't disagree with that but it was like they're posing the question that I'm sure everyone keeps posing of how bad how serious is it all and so Sierra was the one that was like listening and partaking in the conversation so she just told me this afterwards but they're kind of like look look at the death rate right now it's like no they're like do you know what the death rate is right now and I was like off the top of my head no could you have a guess? but she didn't say a guess because she doesn't factually know what the death rate is right at the moment. And they were, like, around 0.02%. And so Sierra, again, like, she didn't want to get, like, this was not, like, a intense debate. Like, she was like, I want to move on with my life as soon as possible. So, like, whatever you can say, whatever you want, and I'm going to move on. But obviously- And I heard stuff about, like, the death rate getting lower. So I wasn't going to be like, I was like, that still doesn't sound right. But I wasn't going to say, like, no, I think it's still 3%. So then the person also mentioned, like, you know, 0.02%, like, that's not a pandemic. 3%, sure, like, that's a pandemic. But 0.02%, like, you know, we kind of have to start moving on. Or, like, that's just, like, the implication that they were, like, presenting. It was, like, why else would you bring up a death rate as being, like, super low unless you were implying, like, let's move on with our lives. Like, do you get what I'm saying? And so Sierra was saying this to me. And so on the way back when you were driving back to Iowa City, I was, like, well, how about you just look it up and, like, see what the worldwide death rate is. And then maybe look at the U.S. death uh, rate. U.S. death rate, and both of them were three percent, over three percent. In fact, in fact, that's exactly what he said. Classifies a pandemic, which means, where was he getting the information from? Yeah, and I'm not even gonna get into like people being like, well, the it's just death like deaths are whatever. But like, check your facts. Or based off the we death we have rate. another example, Sierra. Okay, but Sierra's just like, you go, Megan. Okay, another example. This is just honestly all point proven as to why you yourself should be looking up your own information and not go spreading misinformation And when it's so easy like don't go spread it and be like I'm not sure I didn't hear this from someone else like look it up first people so that was point one point two this is still related to the pandemic um what was the point at dad's house yes okay so um and like I'll go on KCCI which is I was like okay. at least Des Moines. I, was, like, like, I completely local local blanked on what you're talking about thing so I go on there I have the app on my phone and I d- like generally go on every day or every few days and see what the COVID case count is just to stay updated as if we're increasing or decreasing cases. And I saw instead of like giving the new daily case count, just like Iowa has had over 43,000 positive cases or something. So I just said that in conversation because that's kind of what we do at my dad's house. I'll just like see the new case count or whatever and say what it is so everyone knows. And my dad turns to me, dad, if you're listening, I love you. And I I mean, I already told him about this, and he's like, Thank you for informing me. But, but it was like, You could have informed yourself. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm not trying to call you out, Dad. I'm just saying this is a learning experience for everyone, including you. um I don't even know who'll who listen <laughs> to this, but anyway. And then he turns to me he says, You know, that's not like actual like cases, right? And so I was like, What is he talking about? And he was like, You know, for every positive test kind they get, I just want to preface this. Our dad's not like a conspiracy kind of person, but I do think he picked this up. From either some friends or other people that just like were trying to like twist his mind a little bit, so that's where I think I was this came trying from. to twist <laughs> his mind. <laughs> yeah, our dad's not a conspiracy person. Like, trust me. Yeah, he generally like we talk to him about the virus. He, he believes in it. Whatever. So that's why I try and keep him on the right path, correct him a little bit. <laughs> um, so then he was like, for every single positive test, they count like they count that as a case. He's like, so if they are in the hospital and they get. Um, four positive tests. Like, that's four cases. And believe me when I say, I just want to make sure I'm speaking up for my dad. He got this from someone that he knows. And that person, like, it's one of those people that, like, says something so factually that you're like, oh, okay, like, they must have looked it up or something. And, like, my dad doesn't look that much, like, that much into this stuff. And he kind of, like, just believed it. Because it was someone, that he, like, knew and trusted. And I was like, that doesn't really, that doesn't sound right. You need to have things that, like, go off in your head when you're just, like, not sure about a fact. I was like, I think that we'd be smart enough as... A human race to figure out how to not count more than one positive test per person as a case so i simply googled it Same and you. found out that in fact they do not report every positive test as its own case and like they my report, dad had implied by someone tests as tests and cases as individual people so and that was it then and i told my dad it. that and he was like oh like good thanks for telling me thanks for looking it up i just wish that like now the person who like is still probably going saying that doesn't know any different Um, and they're probably just telling more people absolute lies, and I just really wish that people would stop doing that. So you can't have an opinion on a fact, or you can't make up facts, people. You just, or if you hear something that you don't think is a fact, look it up. So, obviously, this is so prevalent right now in every aspect of the entire world right now. Um, so if you hear someone say a fact, and you don't think it's true, look it up yourself. Or, also, like, facts can be misrepresentative of what they're actually saying. You know, data is, like, a huge thing where you can present a data point that is true, but is so, like, not representative of what you think it is. Like, you could say there was a 200% increase in car crashes last year, and you'd be like, oh my god, well, what if it went from one car crash to two? You know? So, that's all I could think of off the top of my head, but, yeah. Be careful with your news and your facts. Literally a couple days ago, actually, this was yesterday. This is, like, not really related, but it was just, like, you know how everyone keeps talking about you know be careful about where you get your information like avoid biased people and stuff like that and so I don't feel like I get my information from biased sources especially related to the pandemic like I go on KCCI I'm simply looking at like the case numbers and stuff but yesterday I was going and I was like you know what and in my opinion these people are not biased but I was like I want to look up um, infected, infectious disease physicians that work at the University of Iowa hospitals because they're most likely tweeting or talking about stuff that is relevant to areas around me or the state of Iowa and so that's why I was like let me focus on that and so I just went on their Twitters and I found like a bunch of different ones and I was just scrolling through their Twitters they tweet different like article links or stuff like that to like studies if you so if you're so interested in that stuff and in my opinion that is rather unbiased but I don't know some people would probably disagree with that people would be like it- Um, actually, um, literature is funded by someone, so. Anyways, there's resources out there that you can go to and find, and I believe in you guys. Alright, the, is it my turn? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, next one I have is, I genuinely don't care about celebrities or their lives. I could hear less about who cheated on who or who said what. Um, imagine being so invested in the lives of a complete stranger that what they say or do affects you. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. And I actually agree with this because I follow a very small amount of celebrities on Instagram. Do you feel this way only about celebrities, or do you feel this way about influencers too, though? Okay, because I was like (laughs) celebrities. Celebrities, I truly don't care about. But I'm like so much more interested and invested in. Like I gotta admit, like I want the drama when it comes to influencer related stuff. I don't know why. Like, it's just, like, that natural, like, it's the same thing that feeds other people into, like, celebrity drama. But it feels more, like, attainable and influencer drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, celebrities, I'm not going to know anything about a celebrity ever. And everything that's already, like, posted is, like, from, like, this source said this. And, like, how do you know what to believe? You know? Yeah. I tend to not put too much weight in what gossip magazines say because I don't freaking know where they get their information. But if it's, like, influencer or internet drama, I tend to get pretty heavily invested it's in that. because, like it's usually involving other influencers and like these are all people that like have receipts and like aren't afraid to like get involved like with the drama online and like talk about it and stuff whereas celebrities i feel like they can like they never get above it and like just try to avoid talking about it so then it just like gets you more involved that's all i had that's all of yours no okay. i was like for that one Let's see. My next one is asking your significant other's father for permission to propose is stupid. Why is this? Why is this a thing? If you love the person, you shouldn't need permission to propose. It's the two people's choice and shouldn't be dictated by a father's permission. Always thought it was super weird. So, thanks. all right. I one don't feel too strongly either way about this. I can see both sides. I don't know if I want or need the person that like I'm going to eventually marry to ask my parents. But I also like wouldn't care if they did. I think that what it comes down to for me is if I have like a loving and respectful relationship between me and my parents. Obviously, if I didn't care what my parents thought, like I would not need their permission to get married. Um, I don't necessarily see it as like getting permission. I mostly see it as like I would really like if the person that wants to marry me would ask my parents and like if my parents saw them as a good fit for me to like, quote unquote, give their blessing or whatever then I think that goes to show, that, like, oh, my parents, like, have faith in this relationship, and that's why I like the idea of it. Yeah, I think it gives outsider perspective, and again, like, it's, like, mother and father permission, like, if I was having, I feel like I would expect if they're going to ask one parent, they would ask both parents, um, so it's not so much, like, a father's, like, only blessing, like, he's the only one that has a say, but I do value like, what my parents would think of whoever I would potentially be marrying. Like, I would value what they think of that person, and I would hope that if he were to go ask them for permission, then both my mom and dad would be able to provide their blessing and say, yes, we like you, you're welcome. But also, like, do I think that it's required? No, not really. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you yourself, like, let's say you had, like, a horrible relationship with your parents, if you yourself know that you found, like, the person for you, you absolutely do not need to get anyone's permission for you to marry that person so i think it also depends on like how you have like how your relationship with your parents is all right it's my turn Mhm. okay um what i have is i don't care how bad a person is if i like their product i will buy it and i'll just kind of summarize their whole point but they've kind of mentioned how you know some people don't buy from chick-fil-a because it's a christian organization that some people think is uh anti-lgbtq um, so they said if you buy Takashi six nine music, then you're a supporting pedophile. If you, I don't know what other examples they give. Oh, like Stephen King is fairly pl- fairly involved in politics. and makes his views public, but I don't care what his views are because I read his books because they're good. And that's kind of his synopsis. I think this is hard because it's like, as a consumer, I feel like you do or should be aware of where your money goes. Like it does support different organizations, and then it supports whoever that person or that company chooses to support. And it's hard to separate the two because it's like, you can break it down so simply into like, I'm simply getting a book I like. I'm simply getting food I like. I'm simply listening to music that Mm -hmm. I like. And you don't have to think about or even usually deal with like the downstream consequences of that. So I don't have like, I don't know what the answer to this is because like some people do choose to boycott Chick-fil-A because of them being a Christian organization, but, like, I don't. So, like, can I truthfully say, like, oh, like, I agree with this post? I don't know. Yeah. But then I also think, one, you can't treat every person that you disagree with the same. Like, you don't really, like, you don't disagree with a pedophile. Like, I simply think that you should not support Six 69 or anyone like him at all. Um, as far as, like, Stephen King, if you don't agree with his politics, then, like, I think that's more up for debate. Like, if you want to buy his book, you can. Just be aware that are funding like, him as a person, and therefore could be funding whatever, like, he wants to put his money towards, which could be religious beliefs. Yeah, so, that's kind of where I stand. I think that as long as you're aware of where your money is going, and you're fine with that, then I guess, you know, put your money where you want. Okay, this one I actually thought was interesting. It says, if you refuse to donate your organs, you should be put at the bottom of the organ transplant list. Interesting. So it says, there I said it, if you're too selfish to give your organs to someone else after you're dead, you shouldn't be prioritized for getting an organ while you're still alive. Although I wonder how many people uh, would qualify for donating their organs after they die. I mean, like, obviously, like, depending on what you have done, like, if it's only, like, a kidney transplant, I'm sure you can donate plenty of your organs if you choose, but if you have, like, a super serious issue, maybe it damaged some other organs, like, you can't just be like, ugh. I'll donate my organs because people will be like, you don't qualify. Mm -hmm. This is tough for a variety of reasons. I feel like ultimately where I have to land as a future healthcare professional is that you don't get to decide who your patients are. You don't get to decide. I think that, like, the order should stay how it is in that it's determined primarily by need. Mm -hmm. Like, I get, like, you know, this is, like, a way that I haven't really thought of it before. So I get, like, where they're coming from. But, I don't know. I think that, one, I'd be curious to know how many people need an organ that, like, wouldn't at least be like, yeah, like, if I could give an organ, like, I would because it's saving my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is Is there even, like, an issue here? Yeah. That'd be interesting to know. Is that all for that? Yeah. Okay. Next one I have. This is the last one I have. Talking about large, diverse age groups of people in generational terms like millennials or boomers only divides people further and paints everyone with a broad brush. The idea that everyone of a particular age group across different races, nationalities, and classes can be grouped together under a broad generational label only serves to divide people further. There's plenty of baby boomers that aren't selfish and understand the issues youth are facing. There's plenty of millennials that aren't obsessed with social media and get along and understand the issues of older generations. And there's a lot of Gen Xers that aren't slackers. If we stop focusing on stuff like this and issues that unite us all, um, then we'd be in a much better place. I feel like this is tricky because even I will like... I classify myself as Gen Z, just like any other person usually does, like, classify themselves or identify with their generation. So I feel like that, in a sense, is, like, well, I already do feel like I'm a part of a generation because, like, inherently, by definition, I am. And I do think that stuff like this does perpetuate stereotypes of different generations, but I also do think that— If you can't address a group, like, who are you addressing? That's how I feel. Yeah, that's a good point um just like finish up like you'd have to be very specific and be like yeah you can go ahead and I'll talk just like finishing up my thought it's like I don't want to say like say that stereotypes do exist for a reason but like each generation specifically is like going to go through like they're growing up in a completely different time than than the generation before them did and so I feel like it's natural for how a generation to think to be different than how most of another generation thinks I don't think you're trying to like perpetuate stereotypes I think again it's like we're just trying to address like A whole, you know, broad group range that that's really the only way you can, like, break it down and classify them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that identifying people by generations partly works because these are people that have, like, were born roughly, like, in the same time period and, like, have roughly the same lived experiences or, like, they experienced, you know, similar events, stuff like that. Where it gets kind of tricky is you'll see people that are like, well, I'm technically um gen x but like i feel like i'm a millennial you know like the i don't even know what the freaking um like date ranges are but like you could be uh dad 30 he, or something he identifies as a boomer and he's not weird and i was like i was why? like why would you identify he's like so far from a boomer no he's not it's no i mean difference. like just mentality wise yeah, that's why it's weird for me that he's like because it's because he doesn't associate off like what gen x has like said oh this is a boomer like he doesn't know that or like get that involved in like People usually like negative. Like he's like totally Gen X. You said he's totally Gen X. Yeah. Our dad? What is he? What did I say that I was Gen X? I meant Gen Z if i ever <laughs> mentioned like me in a generation. We're getting our uh, i almost said numbers, we're getting our letters mixed up. <laughs> um I think that it makes sense. Like, you if you didn't want to identify whoever you're, you know, whoever's ideals you're talking about, as just like, oh, boomer gen x whatever millennial you'd have to get very specific in like who exactly you're talking about you'd have to be like um all the people that think that social media is rotting the brains of the youth and then like make your point point. and it's like quite simply just much easier to say boomers or whoever and that was just like an example that i came up with off the top, came up with off the top of my head but i'm sure there could be better examples so i agree it's like does it kind of perpetuate stereotypes i don't know if i find it fully divisive just because i think that these aren't groups that like can you can change I guess like I don't think it's like inherently bad to be part of one generation or the other like it is what it It is simply it's just like your age group yeah okay this is my last one so it says high schools need to stop pushing strictly college on students and show them other options as well um this person does give their experience but I kind of um why don't you just like say how much did you feel like our high school pushed going to college versus not going to college not a lot I feel like they were like once you graduate good luck Yeah, I just, I wanted to bring this up as, like, an argument, or not an argument, but, like, as a point to be, like, I hear this a lot, and I do think that, I think there's this expectation, but I don't hear necessarily a push. I hear it as, like, an expectation among society and not it being explicitly shared as, like, the only option when you're in high school. At least I didn't think it was in our high school, but I do think here's where it's, like, kind of um if he is like they obviously like our high school especially they provided a lot of opportunities for people that wanted to look at career options and like pursue other stuff and most of it was like college related or like it wasn't trade work and so like our school certainly doesn't have a program related to that like we, but we have a program called apex and i think that they could definitely expand to include include more trade work from yeah that. but yeah so that's what i would say it's just like the course that we took wasn't inherently like a college like related prep like prep course or anything. It was like our course that we took was um, exercise and sports science or something related to that. And so it was like we got to go look at jobs and job shadowing stuff related to that, but it wasn't at all like strictly college or like you're doing this to like as a pre PT to like get ready for college or anything like that. Alright, that is going to do it for today's episode. A little bit of a shorter one, but quite frankly we need to leave yeah. right now. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you did, make sure you uh, go ahead and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Follow our Instagram, which is at According To. And also, feel free to comment down below on our posts um, what your thoughts are on these unpopular opinions, as well as some future episode ideas. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye!